Calling all entrepreneurs. Are you ready for a biz boost in 2022? Tired of feeling alone or struggling to figure out this whole entrepreneur thing by yourself? Well, great, because we have your solution. We are hosting an in-person business conference in Nashville, Tennessee on April 25th through 28th, 2022. And this isn't your traditional boring corporate like conference either. I mean, do you even know Evie and I? (laughs) Yes, the Heart Conference is a place for creative business owners and dreamers of all kinds to come together, experience community, learn business and marketing strategies that will help you grow and scale your business all while having the friggin' best time of your life. So get ready to be empowered in your business and life so you can go out and break down every barrier that is holding you back from achieving your goals. All right, and listen to our speaker lineup. Legit. All right, we have Jordan Lee Dooley, Paige Griffith of The Legal Page, Zim Flores, Angie Lee, as well as Lindsay and myself, and our keynote speaker, Donald Miller of freaking StoryBrand. Like, yes. Yeah. So basically, are you like ready to explode your business and build community in just three days? Because if so, it's time to learn some hardcore marketing and sales strategies that will grow your business beyond what you could ever imagine. Get paid to do what you love, speak to the heart of your ideal client, nip that feeling of loneliness in the bud, connect with a community of like-minded creative entrepreneur besties, receive over 12 hours of hardcore business education, dance your pants off at our heart dance party, and listen to seven industry leaders teach you everything they know. Yeah, it's a lot in just three days. Buzz gonna be good. (laughs) If you are ready to give your business a jumpstart in 2022 and lead in your business empowered, come join us at the Heart Conference. You can find out more at theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Welcome, welcome back to the show where we mesh business, marketing, and good old life girl chats with a dash of humor and a whole lot of girl talk realness into one big cocktail called the Heart and Hustle podcast. Now, if you haven't yet, make sure to leave a five-star review if you're loving the show and tell us why you love it. What episodes have been your favorite? What topics would you love to hear more of? We wanna know and your feedback genuinely helps us so much just to make this show even better and more specific to what you, the listeners, want. Now, with that said, one of our listeners, Ivan, like one of the four boys that listen to this show, uh, gave us the recommendation for today's episode topic, and we're very excited to chat about it with you. Now, do you love reading, but find yourself stuck in a rut? Basically, like you desperately want to become a better reader and read more books, but between the busyness of your life and not knowing where to start, you're just feeling like, uh, help. (laughs) We got you. Evie and I are huge book nerds. We love reading and setting goals for yearly books that we want to read. So today's episode, we are diving into the top four ways to become a better reader. Now get ready for a dump truck of ideas on how to make reading fun, fast, and easy again. Ready to crush your reading goals in 2022? Keep listening. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, nerd Evie activated. We're talking about books. We're talking about reading. <laughs> nerd, <laughs> nerd Lindsay activated. <laughs> you went like full full send on that. <laughs> that like 
robot voice. It's great. Our, I mean, we said it in the intro, but we are genuine book nerds. Like, book. We love reading. And yeah. you're just going to get a whole lot of it today. But yeah. genuinely, uh, the idea, like I said in the intro, came from Ivan. He was like, hey, I know you guys have episodes on like business books that we should listen to. Um, but do you have any tips on how to be a better reader? Um, or a podcast episode on that. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. Great idea. Because uh, yeah. we have a lot of thoughts on it. And I think we've shared it here and there, maybe occasionally, either on Instagram or maybe a, a, like a sentence on a past episode. But this episode, we're diving into literally how to not only access books easier, but also like how to ignite your fire and love for it Yeah, better. Well, I think the reality is a lot of people feel like I'm not a reader. I don't like reading. It's too difficult, whatever. Yeah. There's And there's a lot that goes into it. So, well, and, and when you're in a dry spell, like even me, I could be like, oh, I don't like reading because it's like I haven't ignited. Like you, you're like in a dry hump. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's not the right word. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's ebbs and flows of different seasons. There's times, you know, just like anything in life. There's times when you love a certain show and there's times when you go back to watch a different show and you're like, eh, this isn't holding my interest. It's yeah. just, it's called life. Anyways, there's a lot that goes into just becoming a reader and cultivating that habit and that love and that interest and hobby and everything. So Lindsay and I are going to just kind of give you a power punch today of a bunch of things that when we were brainstorming, we were like, this, you need to know this. And it's kind of like a breakdown of different categories in a sense. So yeah, the first like category or topic or thing that we wanted to talk about was making your access to reading easier, like Mm -hmm. making your ability to read or consume books easier. Because for a lot of people, they're like, oh, like Lindsay was saying, she's like, I didn't just want to buy all these brand new books on Amazon and have it be this very expensive hobby. I literally forgot that you could rent books. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and and the other we'll thing too, for that. a lot of people is you may think like, okay, my options are buy a brand new book from like Barnes and Noble or Amazon or whatever, or go to a physical library location and have to find the books and check them out and all that stuff. Yeah, and, but you know, we are I, in 2021. <laughs> well, actually, 2022. No, we're in 2022 by the time you're listening to this. So like we are in the first century. No. The first century. <laughs> You maybe you should read some books on history. <laughs> I meant the 21st century. Technology is y'all friends. So let's break down a bunch of different ways on how to make books and reading just more accessible. Yeah. So the first one, we're going to throw some apps at you. If you haven't found or, or heard of the apps Overdrive, Libby, or Cloud Library, I'm going to need you to look them up because they are incredible. And Evie, do you want to kind of break down what they are in a sense? Yeah, so essentially Overdrive, Libby, uh, Cloud Library, all there there are others that go within different library systems, but essentially they are like an electronic borrowing partner with your library system. So Overdrive or Libby or whatever can partner with your local library to allow you to rent or borrow ebooks or audiobooks or anything like that. It some of them work like Overdrive and Libby work very much like a library system. So they have limited number of copies and if they don't have it available, somebody has it checked out, for example, you have to get on the hold list and wait for it or whatever, which mm-hmm. sometimes can be annoying, but well, I didn't, you just what I do is I just put in a hold for is the maximum amount, which I think for my library, it's 10 uh, or 12, something like that. And I just like hold all the things that I like. I have a huge running because on Overdrive, at least, I think maybe on Libby too, but on Overdrive, you can do a, a wish list. Yeah. So I put like every single book that 
my library has and I save it on that wish list. And then anytime I have an opening in my hold, like the the ability to hold on overdrive, Mm -hmm. I just move it over and I say, oh, I want to check that or borrow, not borrow, put it on hold. And Mm -hmm. then it's like a little cycle. Yeah. So there are ways to work around it. I was never too extremely annoyed by like the whole library system until uh, my local library, because I used to use OverDrive. I've used OverDrive for years and I used them with my library system in Ohio. That's how I started using it probably like four or five years ago. But my library system here in Southern California does not work with OverDrive. They're not partnered with it, but they have... Uh, they work with Cloud Library. So it's a different okay. app. And the nice but thing same, about Cloud, same thing. Same thing, except there's no like limit. Like if they have the book on audiobook or whatever, like any number of people can check it out. So all of my books are always available, which is very nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't realize that was like, Wait, so can everybody, I didn't know this, can everybody do cloud library or is it only if your personal library that you have a library to or library card to? If your library is partnered with. So there there are other apps like OverDrive and Libby, I think are two of the biggest and most library Mm -hmm. systems work with them, but some don't, especially if they're a little bit smaller or something like that, in which case. There's no limit. I'm literally shook by that. I mean, if it's an ebook, it makes sense. It's so nice. Why would they limit it? Why would well, they limit I think, it? I think because then what, nobody would ever purchase books. I was actually talking to a friend about this the other day because it's it's very much like a library. Like if if the library purchases two copies of a book and then two people check them out, like that, they, those are their copies. Whereas with audio ebooks, if they purchase like three like accesses or whatever to the that ebook. ebook, then only three people can check them out. Because otherwise, nobody would ever buy any books ever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like it's like a well, royalty. Literally, I don't know. this was I got. We're going to talk about e-readers and all of this, but I got an e-reader from Andrew last Christmas for and and I got obsessed with reading. I mean, I was how I've always been obsessed, but I got like a rejuvenation of like, oh, mm-hmm. this is fun. So I started buying books from Christmas of last year till of uh, well, Christmas of twenty twenty till about May of. 2020. No, and then weren't we talking? I, and no, you no, were no. Like, I was at your I was at your house, and it was when Andrew <laughs> came to visit. Yeah. And I think I was reading like Verity by Colleen Hoover, the yeah. one that I'd like force you to read the ending with me. And because <laughs> I was like buying, and I was like, oh, what do I want to buy next? And Andrew looks at me, and he's like, can you like get a library card? This is starting to get expensive. And I up until that point, I literally was like, oh wait, libraries exist. <laughs> And isn't that when I was like, have you heard of Overdrive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overdrive and Libby, and then I like dived in and I was like, oh my gosh, because they work so well with a library mm-hmm. card and like a Kindle e-reader. Yeah. Not that you don't have to have a Kindle. You could read it on your phone, but I just hate reading it on my phone. So anyways, yeah. we're gonna talk about other stuff too. But okay. I guess so that, that also covers library books, like get a library card. That's one of the easiest ways that you if can you access like, reading for free. If you like, so I use Overdrive, Cloud Library, all that stuff. I don't typically read ebooks. I read physical books or listen to audiobooks. So I use those But that's because you don't have an e-reader, right? I used to. I didn't like it. So I never okay. used it. So I prefer, like I use those apps for audiobooks and then you can always like go into your library and get a physical book or buy it or, you know, whatever. Gotcha. Um, another for ebooks, audiobooks is Kobo Books, Audible, um, and then Libro FM. I just heard of this recently. So Libro, L-I-B-R-O dot FM. It's basically the same as Audible. It has the same like monthly subscription rates, but it supports local independent bookstores instead of Amazon, which I just heard of that like within the past couple of weeks. And I thought it was really cool. So um, just a way to support small businesses in this season. And 
then you can also purchase, we're just running through the list. So you can also purchase thriftbooks.com has basically buying books, but used books at a much discounted price. And then actually physically thrifting books, which is something that I really enjoy doing as well. In my thrift stores, I spend plenty of time. You have to dedicate time though. Because if you just go to a thrift store and you don't have time to look really in depth through, because if you go to a thrift store, they always have like a huge stack of of books. Mm -hmm. And so often like you're probably going to find a lot of books in there that's on your list. If you like keep a running list of what we're we're getting ahead of ourselves, but uh, (laughs) it's just super fun to go to thrift stores and like find little gems. But anyways, that's number one is to make it easier to access reading through a bunch of apps that we just, well, apps and just like things uh, that we just said. So number two is to make it fun and easy because I think when you're in a reading rut or you just want to become a better reader, you need to make it fun again. Because I think Mm -hmm. sometimes if you're in like a a lull or a drought of reading or like maybe you read a book that just burned you out and it was boring or something like that, you're just like, oh, I don't want to like get into another book. The way to like supercharge that again, I think, (laughs) is to grab one that like, the reviews say that it's unput downable or that it's in a genre that really like you typically gobble up really fast. So Mm -hmm. maybe for you, that's psychology. Maybe for you, that's women's fiction. Maybe for you, that's romance, whatever. Like just get a book that you're going to consume super fast and unput downable. That way it kind of reignites your, your love for it. Yeah, absolutely. Something else is to read with friends or join a book club. Either one of those can be really fun to have those people to discuss with, to Mm -hmm. read at the same time with, you know, it can add that little extra element of spice to it. Yeah, because it makes it more than like, oh, I'm just reading it. And it's like, oh, I have to keep up with my friends, but Mm -hmm. also we need to discuss. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's also, oh, sorry, were you going to say something? Nope, you go for it. Uh, another way of like connecting with other people to discuss books is Bookstagram. Uh, that's not really like a, it's just like a hashtag. It, it's like the, it's like a segment of Instagram where people share books. So if you just like search hashtag Bookstagram, you can find a, b- a bunch of accounts that are sharing books. You could obviously create your own Bookstagram if you're really wanting to do that. Or there's also podcasts that are de- dedicated to like book reviews. And so you can kind of read along with certain podcasts that are reading books. So that's another mm-hmm. way to kind of connect with other people to kind of find a love for reading again too. Yeah. One other way to make reading more fun and easy is to just figure out how you like to consume books in the most enjoyable way, the fastest, the easiest, whatever you want to you know, classify that as. Like we said earlier, I don't personally like reading you know, e-readers or Kindles or, you know, whatever. Like that's, I didn't find as much joy in reading that way. Whereas that's helped Lindsay dive head first back into reading. I really don't think I would be reading near as much because then I have to physically go. I either have to have a lot of space in my house for physical books, or I have to physically go to the library. And Mm -hmm. when I'm pairing my e-reader, my Kindle, I have a Kindle Oasis with Overdrive and my Mm -hmm. library card. I literally, I have not bought a book since May. Yeah, And I've, I mean, granted, there are some books that I, my library doesn't have. So it's like, it's on my list, which those I asked for Christmas nice. and I have them now, but uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just made it so much easier and faster. And then obviously with, like we said, overdrive, you can do the audiobooks too, yeah. um, which is super helpful, but that, yeah. So get any reader or if, if that, if you like it, if you don't, then don't do that one, but uh, just try it out. See if you enjoy reading that way. Cause again, some people do, some people don't, but mm-hmm. you can also listen to audiobooks. That's a great way to consume books in a different way, especially if you multitask that with like doing the dishes or being in the car or something like that. There's mm-hmm. also physical books. That's probably the most obvious, but figure out like what you like to consume or how you like to consume it. Um, yeah. or maybe try a variety of all of those and see what you like best. See which yeah. way you consume them the most fun or the fastest. 
Yeah, well, Lindsay and I were having a conversation the other day where I really enjoy listening to a variety of books on audio, but at the oh. same time, like like I enjoy listening to fiction as well as business books on audi- audiobooks, but Lindsay was talking, she was like, "No, no, no, no. I cannot re- listen to fiction books. I have to physically read right. them." It's because I think my, maybe it's my brain. I I can easily tune out audio sometimes. So if I'm reading a fiction, I don't want to miss like a scene. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I love listening to business and psychology books on audio because it feels more like a podcast, like I'm getting educated that way. And for some reason, it feels more boring to read it in person. Although, mm-hmm. you know what? I, now that I'm saying this, I haven't actually tried a fiction book on audio. Maybe I should try it and like get my mind blown. <laughs> Maybe you should try it. <laughs> Well, because I just I love, I love, that. I love holding it, whether it's like a physical book or my Kindle, I don't care. I just like reading it and having, I think this is it because it, especially if it's like a romance or something that's like pulling you in and it's like drama or mm-hmm. thriller, I want to have the ability to like reread and be like, whoa, what happened? I just need yeah. to soak in that. And if I can't soak in it, if it's freaking speaking to me and doesn't, I mean, like you can rewind, but it's not the same. Hey, have you been eyeing the Heart Conference tickets, but maybe feeling really torn or overwhelmed? Like, wow, it sounds amazing to get to sit and learn from seven of the industry's biggest movers and shakers. And getting in a room with dozens of other powerhouse entrepreneurs sounds like a game changer. And man, you really need that boost in your business this year. But it also just feels like a lot. Look, we get it. Going somewhere alone can be really freaking overwhelming. Traveling can be expensive and hard, which is why we have the Heart Conference Facebook group. We have dozens of other entrepreneurs in there connecting with each other before our week together in Nashville. And that's also a great place to find travel buddies to go with you and split travel costs like lodging, rent-a-cars, etc. To join the Facebook group and find your people to make this experience even more fun and exciting, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. There's a section on the page to join the group and the link directly to the Facebook group is also in the show notes. We want to see you in Nashville. So grab a ticket if you haven't already and come join the pregame party in our conference Facebook group to grab a travel buddy, meet new friends, and get hyped together. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. And we'll see you in Nashville. We wanted to interrupt this episode real fast to chat about counseling. Now, counseling is so often stigmatized in a negative way, and it absolutely should not be. Because Evie and I so firmly support counseling in all stages of life, we were so excited when BetterHelp, an online counseling company, reached out to us to be a sponsor on the show. We were able to try it ourselves for a bit, and our experiences were incredible. I was even able to go on and fill out a full list of information about myself, my desires in a counselor, including religious beliefs, and more. I was matched with an amazing counselor who shares my worldview, and I absolutely loved the ability to put preferences like that down on the questionnaire. Something else we genuinely loved about BetterHelp is that they offer four ways to get licensed counseling. Video sessions, phone calls, live chat, and messaging. It's honestly incredible. If you've been contemplating counseling but are feeling lost on where to start, we definitely recommend BetterHelp. We both had great experiences with them and have so many friends also loving their services. So we have an affiliate link for you today for 10% off your first month. Just go to www.betterhelp.com forward slash heart and hustle. 
I feel like it, it also just depends on the narrator because there are certain books that I'll start listening to and the narrator's so bad that it, I'm just like, uh, it ruins uh-uh, it. no. But then there are others where I listen to it and the narrator is so freaking good. It brings the whole story to life and it's like magical. Okay. Well, so that's okay. Depends. I listened to Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey on audio and I was like, you absolutely cannot read this book. You have to listen to it. Yes. Anyway, it's, it's, it's Matthew McConaughey and he's like, just keep living like that. Okay, I can't do impersonations, but you get it. You, I kind of got the gist of that. Anyways, the point <laughs> is to figure out how you consume books the best and to find ways to make it really enjoyable. And then the next thing that we wanted to talk about was just setting goals for yourself. So, mm. Which you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a <laughs> minute, you know that we're big, big on goal setting, but mm. that also applies to specifically to books. Yeah. Um, I think both of our personalities love to like achieve yeah. whether it's goals and like that relates to books. So if you're finding yourself in a slump with mm. reading, set some goals and set practical, like attainable goals. Yeah. So whether that's, hey, I want to read one book a month or maybe I want to read two books a month or get spicy and read four books a month and make it once a week. Like you can yeah. you can do it as much as you're able to manage. Yes. So you can you can keep track of your goals, your lists. I think having book lists too is really fun because you... Oh, I have, have a running running book list. Like I oh, want to read every year. I have so Lindsay and I both tend to read, not every year necessarily, but our goal for the past couple of years mostly has been to read fifty two plus books a year. So it's pretty much a book a week throughout the whole year. And which I truly I think, didn't think I was going to hit that this well in twenty twenty one. But then maternity leave, I like I like caught up. <laughs> I like read like four books a week, and I caught myself up nice. to when I was a little bit dry in the summer months. Nice. I think uh, last year. I'm not I think kidding. I, I think I read 20 books in like a month. It's ne- yeah. I'm very proud of myself. But That's I was impressive. also nursing. I was nursing, so like, what else are you gonna do? Okay, You're just continue. like sitting there. With child. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I love it. Anyways, just keeping book lists. And then we both keep them on our notes because we like to like check them off with the There's thing. There's something so freaking satisfying about the check mark on the Apple <laughs> Notes app. I, I also have mine categorized. So I have them categorized by like genre of book. Anyway, we're getting way too in-depth in this, but a lot of people are like, please get on Goodreads. And this is just a personal thing. I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't like everyone knowing what's on my list, what I am currently reading and what I want to read. I will share- Can't what- they only see that though if they're friends with you on Goodreads? Maybe, but everyone wants me on Goodreads so that they can see what I'm reading, which I get. But I'm also like, I just, that just, I feel like so much of my life is out there in the world. I just like certain things private and I like to keep like my book lists private and share what I want when I want. This is so fascinating because I I, didn't, I don't necessarily hate sharing what I'm reading, but I, I didn't like Goodreads for, I don't know why. I just didn't like it. I think it's because I like my note app. But yeah. literally this past week, this is funny that we're recording this right now because literally this past week, I was like, you know what? Let me just try. Let me give Goodreads a try. And then I went. And so now I have it. And I was like, you know what? I don't hate it. <laughs> I just, I think for me, we've talked about this, Lindsay, on like You a like private. to be private. I just, sense. I feel like I I read, I don't know. I just, I feel like on certain things, like I read books that bring me joy. And some of those on the opposite extreme are like books that are very like scientific or like I'm learning and I learn from like multiple like perspectives and spectrums and stuff. And I don't want some young girl who's read like following me to see that like I'm reading a book from somebody who does not hold my worldview because I want to understand their worldview. Totally. Well, and you could say that too. Well, but, but can you I on Goodreads? Like, you, in your bio, you could be like, all of these books don't reflect my worldview. I don't know. You could. 
I don't know. I just don't like having not not having control of what I'm recommending. If that yeah, makes no, sense, I, I feel like I, with Goodreads, and, then, it's and like, then you would have to because Goodreads genuinely tracks what you read. You would have to like. It just feels weird it. having like everyone see every book I'm ever reading, whether I liked it or not. Because there are certain books that I'll read because people recommend it, and I'm like, well, they that can was see your. They could see your rating. Rate it one star. <laughs> But uh, I just, anyways, we're getting off on a side tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So setting goals for yourself can also make them feel fun and turn it into a game yeah. and make it feel attainable. If so you're not like Evie, you might genuinely like Goodreads. So that's why we said yeah. it. Like it that's, is a good I'm, app for that's tracking. Just, that's just me. I'm like mostly an open book on almost everything. But for some reason, my book list, like I'm not, there's literally nothing to hide. I just don't like the idea of any human being. Like it almost yeah, feels no. like a journal entry. We, we respect it. <laughs> we, you share You share the books that you want to share. That's totally fine. All right. Oh my gosh. Moving on to the last point. This one might get spicy. Adjust your routines and lifestyle to actually accommodate reading. Because so far we've talked about like, okay, accessing books, making it fun and easy, setting goals for yourself. We're, mm-hmm. we're down with all of that. But now we're going to challenge y'all a little bit because some of y'all watch way too much damn TV and we're about <laughs> to call you out. I'm, I'm speaking to myself here because... You want to be it's a better so, reader, you got to change your lifestyle a little bit. All right, so let's go. E- it's so easy to fall into that though. And I think that's the one thing I want to say with this. I cannot tell you when I share how many books I read a year, because it's been like three or four years, I think that I've read 50 to 70 books every year. And people are constantly just like, how the how? heck do you have time for that? You run multiple companies, you, you know, like you're traveling, you planned a wedding this year, you had, you know, how did you still hit 60 plus books? Mm-hmm. And the reality is because I've prioritized that. I don't watch TV. I don't watch movies like rare on well, rare think occasions. Of, think of how many times a day where, okay, you're taking a lunch break in at your job. How many of you just spend that 30 minute lunch break scrolling your phone? How many or of you like wake up? watching Netflix on your phone or right, what, yeah, watching Netflix on your phone. What about when you're st- if you're oh okay, but I travel so much. Okay, what are you doing while you're sitting there at on the, the plane? Gate, on the plane, like are what you are you doing movies? in the morning during your morning routine? Do you read? What about your night routine? Are you scrolling TikTok? Yeah. Like, there's so many ways that you can instead of just immediately grabbing your phone to scroll, grab your book. Like yeah. it, yeah. and and Wait. I don't I don't want to hit too hard on like. I'm not, like, I've had conversations with people who are like, honestly, TV is, like, it inspires me. It brings me life. I'm a film student. I'm really inspired by, you know, cinematography, whatever. Totally. I don't, I don't want to, like, say that books are better than TV or anything like that. Although we could talk about screens and how... We should do an episode, low-key. We're just going to plan right here on this podcast. We should do an episode <laughs> just on, like, screen time. Yeah. Well, and anyways. Phone so and TV. That's that's a whole other conversation of, like, screen time and how much we have of it in today's day and age and how beneficial it is to have white space and not have sound going into our ears. Anyways, but th- we're not trying to harp on that. We're simply trying to encourage you, if you are wanting to prioritize reading, if you're wanting to read more or whatever, you probably will have to create new routines and adjust what your current habits are in order to accommodate that. So like Lindsay said, like not reaching for your phone on those lunch breaks, eliminating those distractions, like cancel Netflix for two months or one month or two you don't, weeks. You really, I know the Marvel people out there love this, but you really, you don't need Disney Plus. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> like... You don't it's, need all the subscriptions to everything under the world, but it's and I'm it's, not I'm not just saying this and like not preaching what we, or not walking the talk of what we preach. Like we used to have all of them, and then me and Andrew made an active choice to yeah. get rid of Netflix and Disney Plus. And the Netflix one still kind of pains me sometimes because I'll see like new, especially we're recording this in the Christmas season, and you know I'm a 
freaking fan of some good Hallmark. <laughs> and when I say Hallmark, I don't even mean the brand of Hallmark, just like cheesy Christmas movies. And I keep seeing everyone post about the new Netflix ones that are like Netflix originals. And I just have to burrow my nails into my skin a little bit. And I'm like, it's fine. I don't want to watch TV all the time. Like, so anyways, I'm not just saying like, hey, cancel your subscriptions. Like, yeah, we, we genuinely did it. And be, since we did it this year, I think we did it in like May, which is ironically when I discovered libraries that exist. Uh, I literally, that's, I think I read like eight books from January to May. And since May, I'm now at like 54 or something. So like you can do it when you actually like eliminate. Well, the thing I also want to say is once you're in the habit of reaching for your book versus the TV, you can sometimes keep those subscriptions. Like Lynn and I do have a Netflix subscription, but I- I, Tell me how how they are. Please watch the Hallmark (laughs) Hallmark ones for me. I actually watched one of them. So I- I, Is it the one with Nina Dobrev? Yes, yes. Uh, I watched it. It was uh, it was good. It was good. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna really try not to ask for your passport right now because I can't. I, that's like deletes the purpose of. Uh, okay. Anyways, the point is, you you can have like you don't have to be this like all or nothing person who cuts out. What I'm trying to suggest is if you're really trying to break habits, sometimes you have to remove those distractions entirely, like canceling Netflix for a month to create new habits in reading so that you're not constantly reaching for your phone or Netflix or you know whatever while you're trying to build a new habit. So yeah. anyways, there's anyways, just... Wrapping up, I would say also... <laughs> Wake up earlier in the mornings if you want to like include reading in like in have that slow part time of your, like mm-hmm. with your coffee if you want to sit and just sip your coffee or in and like read a, a bath book. you do you yeah. in the morning like whatever or at night, anyways reading or a, at night yeah read is a part reading, of your evening routine reading in a bath and before bed is like my thing so, and I so love fun. it it's so fun oh and then also this is big for me but I listen to audiobooks while driving I listen to it while doing dishes cleaning the house Lindsay mm-hmm. like listen, could listen while like nursing or... I I mean, I did. Yeah. So it's like finding, I listen to audiobooks for like half of my books every year because I do a lot of driving or traveling or cleaning around the house or projects. Like I put on an audiobook oftentimes while I'm like doing a DIY project or like painting or, you know, whatever, something that brings me joy. Um, So just finding ways to like create a lifestyle that revolves around reading or consuming books. All right, so let's review what we've just talked about. How to make reading easier or just be a better reader. Number one, make easier ways to access reading. So all of those apps that we talked about or just like library cards, all of that. Number two, make it fun and easy. Choose a book that helps you get back into it, join a book club, all of that. You know, have some friends and family to discuss. Number three, set goals for yourself. Have a tracker, use Goodreads app. Um, Goodreads app, the Goodreads app, whatever. You get it. Number four, adjust your routines and lifestyle to actually accommodate reading, even if that challenges you a little bit. Our challenge Mm -hmm. to you today is to do something different because what got you here to your book drought is not going to get you to being a better reader necessarily. You might have to change some things. So Mm -hmm. that's what we have for you today. I hope this podcast was helpful and just really encouraged you to go out and actually start reading again or read more books. Like books are incredible and they just help you become a better, more rounded human being, no matter what you're reading, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. So just 
Hope and that we have, was great. we have book recommendation podcast episodes. So we'll link those in the show notes if you want to go back and listen to some of our best business book recommendations and just life book recommendations. Yeah. You can go back and listen to those episodes as well. But we Well, let us know if you want us to like drop a post in the Heart and Hustle Podcast Facebook group um about like book recommend like we could do, do a whole like book recommendation post train on there mm. that I think would be super fun. So that could be super fun. We might just do that even if you don't want us to. Do it. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> All right. We love reading. We hope this inspires you to love reading and dive into it even further. And we will see you on the next episode.